Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Am I the only one here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Thinks they're taking all the good we got And turning it back Hell, I'll be damned I think I'm turning into my old man Am I the only one Willing to bleed or Take a bullet for being free Screaming what the hell at my TV For telling me Yeah, you're telling me That I'm the only one Willing to fight for my love of the red and white and the blue Burning on the ground Another statue coming down in a town near you Watching the threads of old glory come undone Am I the only one not brainwashed? Making my way through the land of the lost Sees it as it is And worries about the kids As I try to undo all the things he did Am I the only one? Can't take no more screaming If you don't like it, there's the friggin' door This ain't the freedom we've been fighting for Yeah, it was something more yeah, it was something more Am I the only one Willing to fight For my love of the red and white And the blue Burning on the ground Another statue coming down In a town near you Watching the threads of old glory Come undone I'm not the only one I can't 
They gave. God bless the USA. I'm not the only one willing to fight for my love of the red and white and the blue. Burning on the ground, another statue coming down in a town near you. Watching the threads of old glory come on. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. Welcome to the Red Pill Projects Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy, and that was uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen Tenner and uh, Christian Capolino on uh, Aaron Lewis's Am I the Only One? That was posted by our good friend Lewis Herms. Uh, one of my buddies, I saw this on his YouTube page. And I'm like, oh, I'm playing it, dude. Great so, version. Gosh, great version. Trying to make me cry. Usually I don't cry till the end of the show. <laughs> Josh wouldn't let me talk. <laughs> 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 but hey, guys, much appreciated for everybody being here tonight. It is uh, December 5th, 2023. And uh, we are just getting started with what's happening right now with the unveiling of all the secrets and the lies in the world. If you notice, I got a haircut. I'm not like a Wookiee anymore. I'm no longer this uh, the Sasquatch. Very got, sharp, a bit, got a nice little business casual trim up and I feel a little bit a little bit nicer, right? My hair is getting pretty long. I'm not wearing a hat tonight because I, I got the hair kind of like where I like it. So pretty nice. Um, you know, a- as we get going here, I want to thank everybody for the support that they've been doing, uh, whether it's the social red pill and everybody getting subscriptions to help us out and help save the red pill project to uh, all the new subscribers and all the, the former subscribers of rumble on a rumble channel or Facebook channel D live pilled. Um, you guys are absolutely fantastic. You guys are giving some great support out there to all the new shows that we have brought on unrestricted warfare with James Grunvig, uh, Tracy white and James Grunvig do a show beyond the Bible. You guys are loving that show. We have uh, Tammy Garcia, 
Garcia, which was a guest many, many different times. Uh, we are publishing her show right now, her radio show, which is uh, the Naturally Inspired Podcast. You guys seem to love that as well. Um, and absolutely just everybody who's pouring their support out here. Um, Tracy, I, I appreciate the comment, but I would say do not follow Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson is a, uh, a liar and, and, and a grifter. And Donald Trump is not commander-in-chief. If Donald Trump was commander-in-chief, then our whole military, including Space Force, would not have been vaccinated. Uh, people like my brother-in-law wouldn't have lost their vice, lives being in the Air Force and triple-vaxxed. Uh, we would not have had all the things that are happening right now at the southern border. We would not have uh, the economic hardships that are going on in this country. Country. Um, we wouldn't have all the executive orders that have gone into effect under Joe Biden be actually legitimately enforced. We wouldn't have the corruption in the spine through the intelligence agencies and the FBI. Um, so I would say, no, don't follow Derek Johnson because he's full of shit. And I brought many guests on here um, who are subject matter experts who work in emergency management, who have called him out, who've debated him. And all he does is yell and scream like a little child. I posted a few videos on our rumble um, talking about the military aspect where he talks about rules and regulations and it's absolute garbage. He's not reading the actual rules and regulations. He's actually making some massive uh, mistakes in the, the interpretation. And I go through that in the video that's on our Rumble channel. And so I urge anybody who thinks that, please go out there, check that out. <clears throat> and then um, actually we're, we're trying to get a debate right now between 17SOG um, on, on Twitter um, and a few other friends of ours that actually work in emergency management. Uh, they're uh, um, ISP certified. So ISP 100, 200, 300, 400, the 900 certified, which is FEMA certifications. I was up to 400 certified um, and get them on a show with Derek and John Herndon, Patel Patriot, and have a big old debate and, and finally hash it out. And that would be really great because I think that people uh, deserve to kind of hear both sides of the story because there's, it's not that what they say is incorrect. There's a lot of things that are very truthful in what they say, but the, I, the, the idea that an executive order um, stays in line with a president, like a president has full uh, order over that, like Trump has full authority over his executive orders. The term president in an executive order is an arbitrary term. Um, Jimmy Carter in 1979 has the longest running executive order in history, and that's the sanctions upon our Iran. Jimmy Carter is not the one who can step up right now and cancel that executive order. It's an arbitrary term. Joe Biden is now the person in play. And look, I agree that Joe Biden um, is not the legitimate president, but he is constitutional president because it went through that process. Just because there was voter fraud and they didn't bring it to the service, they didn't prosecute it, they didn't bring it out, everything was allowed to go through. And that's a shitty thing. And yep, shit happened on January 6th that basically deviated from the constitutional process. I agree with that too. But it didn't stop the deep state. It didn't stop the swamp. It didn't stop all of these corrupt politicians on the left and the right from throwing Trump out and bringing Joe Biden in. And, and you know, that's actually a good place to start right now. Hmm. We, we can, we can jump right into this because everybody's favorite hero right now, the speaker of the house, Mike Johnson. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. He had Gosh. a lot of things to say today. And I want, I want everybody to hear this from Mike Johnson's mouth because this is pretty profound. What he says here. And by the way, for um, for that comment, I, I, Tracy, I, nothing against you, Tracy. I appreciate all, all you're, you're subscribing to our Facebook and watching us on Facebook, and I much appreciate you. Um, and if you want some more information on that, I'd be glad to point you in the right direction. That goes out to anybody. If they want more information on that stuff, I'd be glad to point you in the wrong direction and show you why that stuff is not very truthful. I agree Joe Biden didn't win, but 
Congress went ahead on December 16th and approved the state elections when they came in on January 6th, even though they deviated from the constitutional process, they still elected him. It's just, that's what happened. He was in, he had a uh, inauguration, whether we believe it's fake or not, he had an inauguration on January 20th. Um, And he's in the acting role of president, whether that's Joe Biden or not, it doesn't matter. That's, he is the power capacity and the people around him, Obama and Blinken and all these people, they're the ones actually running the shots. But let's watch this video real quick. That is fact. So they can review the tapes themselves. Uh, we're going through a methodical process of releasing them as quickly as we can. As you know, we have to blur some of the faces of persons who uh, participated in, in, uh, in the events of that day because we don't want them to be retaliated against and, uh, and, and, and to be charged by the DOJ and, and to have other, uh, you know, concerns and problems. So uh, that's a slow process to get it done. We're working steadily on it. Mm. We've hired additional personnel to do that. So, so they got to blur out the faces of certain people, Vince, of the J6 footage. Interesting. That's suspicious. That, that's very suspicious. You know, it makes me wonder what's really going on there. When you say, when you're Mike Johnson and you're the Speaker of the House saying, hey, we can't release all this footage yet because we have to uh, blur out a lot of uh, the footage of certain people so they don't get retaliated against. What he's talking about is FBI informants and FBI undercover agents and other feds that were there that day that they damn well know, the Speaker of the House damn well knows are there, and, and nobody's talking about this. Like, what the, how come Matt Gatz and everybody else didn't stand up and go, Speaker Johnson, are you trying to tell me that you're going to black out the faces, blur out the faces of undercover agents that were there on January 6th? Come on. Where's Matt Gatz? Where's the Freedom Caucus? Right? Where is everybody out there? Where's Donald Trump coming out there? Hey, Speaker, whose faces are you blurring out? Now, I have some big problems with that. Because when you're trying to protect federal agents... I can understand that to a large degree, but how about this? Why aren't we investigating why federal agents were there in the first place? Why aren't we investigating why uh, federal informants, FBI informants were utilized to instigate the riots and the violence that happened on that day? Because they caused it. And if they came out and just said the truth and said, hey, we're going to blur out our FBI agents who were there at the scene trying to mitigate any problems. And then so you know that whoever's face is blurred is an agent. And then you could see them facilitating this whole scam fiasco that they called an insurrection. Then we know that they were complicit in this setup. It's just they're covering it up, man. It's unbelievable. Yep. Talk about corruption across the board. Well, then. You know, this is seven minutes long. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but this is well worth the listen. Um, let's listen to this. Then on the other side of the house, Byron Donald, thank you. Brian Donalds comes in. I want to thank the gentleman from Utah, our new vice chairman, and I want to congratulate him as well. Mr. Speaker, President Biden consistently has stated that he never discussed businesses with Hunter Biden's associates. Hmm. That is a lie. Let me repeat that for even for the colleagues across the aisle. It is a lie. Throughout our extensive investigation and from the lips of credible witnesses, it is abundantly clear that the Biden family business is Joe Biden. Let me emphasize, there is no Biden family business except for Joe Biden's 40-plus year career in Washington, D.C. That has been the family business. 
As a member of the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability, we have followed the paper trail. We've conducted our investigation by the book. We have discovered damning evidence, and we continue to do so every day. Our investigation has led to some alarming and eye-opening findings, which point to the President's knowledge and involvement in illegal business transactions. For example, in 2018, James Biden, the President's brother, received $600,000 in a loan from AmeriCorps, a financially distressed, failing rural hospital operator. Bankruptcy court documents suggested that James Biden received these loans based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors in the Middle East based on his political connections. Now, we all know James Biden doesn't have political connections. Joe Biden, his brother, has political connections. Specifically, AmeriCorps wired a $200,000 loan into the account of James and Sarah Biden. Here's what makes the evidence damning. On the same day, James Biden wrote a $200,000 check from the same account addressed to his brother, Joe Biden. And for the American people, the brother of James Biden is the president of the United States. All right. I'm going to stop it there, but Byron Donalds is absolutely right here. He goes on to talk about CF, uh, CEFC Energy, of how Joe Biden was given a check directly from um, James Biden's wife for 10% of a $400,000 deal, um, and it goes on. Now, here's the thing. This is good, good. I, I'm happy. It's finally coming out, and it's getting exposure, and we, we got control of the Congress. We've had control of the Congress since January. They've had this information for longer than that. Right. And the question here is, is Joe Biden's presidency is almost over. You have, what, less than a year left of Joe Biden's presidency, quote unquote, right? And now we're finally getting to impeachment? Now we're finally getting to the end of it? It just goes back that, you know, even with control of the House of Representatives, the deep state still operates. You know, th there was a, a post that I, a comment that I made, or actually a retweet that I, I did last night. And I want to read to everybody what this was about, because this was Tom DeLong. okay? Yeah. So Tom DeLong is talking about Chuck Schumer here, Okay. So Chuck Schumer comes out, House Republicans are trying to kill the Senate's bipartisan measure to increase transparency around UAPs, right? And, he, and like the measure I'm championing with Senator Rounds would create a board to work through the declassification of government records of UAPs. And, and I don't like okay. Schumer. He, the guy's a piece of shit. And Tom Dunlong comes out and says, why is this not front page news? And you know what? Tom Dunlong is right. And Chuck Schumer, I'm not going to say he's right, but he's pointing out something. And he's pointing out what the left does and the right does. Okay? You want to know why? Because it's about money, power, and control. This is the deep state that you're talking about. The military-industrial complex is heavily biased to the right. Transparency is not an option when a trillion-dollar industry has the next te technological innovations for the next 200 years. They have reverse-engineered stellar technology and control its release. They are not about to give up the technology of the future to globalist, radical lefties, or to open source to the world. 
Does that ring up? Does that make sense, people? Yeah. The reason why we don't have all this high-level technology that was given to the military-industrial complex through these secret programs funded by the taxpayer is because they control the technological rollout for the next 200 years. If they're doing a trillion-dollar industry a year for the next 200 years, they've ensured their survivability. They've ensured their board members, their stockholders, survivability for 200 years. They're never going to go out of business. They're always going to have a new technology coming up because the reverse engineering things are the ones advancing science. And do you think that they want to give that up? Do you think that they want to give up that level of power to control the technological innovation of our world for the next 200 years? You've got to be out of your mind. And the Republicans, they're going to help them. Why? Because they're getting all the kickbacks from the defense industry. Then on the other side of the house, and so Mm -hmm. this is another factor. Whoever told you that the deep state was simply the left lied to you. The deep state is non-political, okay? The deep state is not left or right. They choose left or right when it suits their agenda and their pocketbook, okay? During the 2000s under Bush Jr., the deep state was neocons, neoconservatives, new conservatives. This was... Highlighted under the um, the Project for a New American Century, under the uh, Trilateral Commission, the Council of Foreign Relations, which were think tanks that operated in collusion with the neocons to usher in their agenda. They're the ones that brought you September 11th. They're the ones that brought you the war in Afghanistan and the war in Iraq. Okay? That was the deep state. Barack Obama comes in. What's he do? Barack Obama comes in, fires all of those deep state brings in the old Clinton era deep state. Not only that is he has a certain amount of holdovers from the Bush era come in and they played a role um, in Obama one, Obama two, and even the Trump admin guys, they're all members of the same deep state. They don't have your best interest in mind. What they have in mind is corporate and foreign interests, either globalist oriented or war oriented, whatever, Spends the taxpayers' dollars the most, makes the trillions and trillions upon trillions of dollars, and ushers the powers in the hands of a few. That is the whole point of the deep state. The whole point is for them to take away your rights, your liberties, your freedoms, and your wealth. The wealth that you were endowed to by your creator and by our founding fathers when they took this country over and hand it over to somebody else and centralize that wealth and that power while enslaving you at the same time. That's what this credit debt system is. You know, there's no such thing as credit. There's only debt. Did you know that, Vince? Yeah. There's no such thing as credit, people. People are like, you got a $5,000 credit limit on your credit card. No, you don't. You have $5,000 of future debt. That credit has zero intrinsic value. Has nothing. If if, if you didn't use it, what does it do? Just sits there. Just a number in a computer system. (laughs) Doesn't gain interest. It can't interest bear for you. It cannot earn interest for you. Right? The moment you spend it, automatically you incur interest, usury upon you. It's immediate debt. Every time that you spend a dollar, imagine what you make per hour, okay? Is that every time that you go buy a 24-pack, I got a 24-pack of beer right here. You go buy a 24-pack of beer for 20 bucks. How much time did you just spend working to get that? 
10 minutes? I don't know. Yeah, 10 minutes. Start looking at it like that. Okay? We are slaves to this system. It's a legal, legalese system. It's a system made up of credit and debt, okay, of these banking systems. They are now transitioning that into a new system. To do that, they have to take away your rights, your liberties, your freedoms. They have to take away your wealth. They want you poor, sick, homeless, hungry. They want you defenseless. They want you on the streets and begging your government for handouts and for soup kitchens. They want you to not have any say in what happens next because they've already pre-planned it out and are right now setting the stage to allow it all to unfold. And it doesn't matter if it's left or right. That is simply the two wings of the same bird, the left and the right. And you know what? We can say, well, the Freedom Caucus, you know, Jim Jordan and Byron Donalds, these are good people. Yeah, they might be good people. But at the end of the day, who do they answer to? Do they answer to their constituents or do they answer to the funders, the financiers of their campaigns? Do they answer to the super PAC? Do they answer to the RNC, to the DNC? Or do they answer to the 100,000 or 1 million constituents in their district? Because I'll tell you right now, they don't take your phone call. You call their office, they're not picking up. You send them an email, they're not answering. You might get an email back with their signature at the bottom of it, but it sure in the hell ain't them responding. And here's the thing is if we have representatives in our government that can no longer represent the population of people that they were chosen to represent, then we need to increase the amount of representatives per system to a point to where each representative can duly represent each person of all their constituents. That's just the way it is. It was never meant to be, uh, you know, a permanent thing, the 435 members. But here's the thing, okay? Yes, there's some good ones out there. There's a lot of fucking bad ones. The deep state is the bureaucracy behind it, okay? Right now, we have two levels of bureaucracy. You have pro-America bureaucracy, and you have pro-globalist bureaucracy. Pro-globalist bureaucracy is on the left. Pro-America bureaucracy is on the right. Pro America bureaucracy is guess what? Also, pro Israel bureaucracy. Oh yeah, it is the AIPAC? It is the Israeli lobby. Okay, they are also the pro Trump lobby. This is why the the warmongers love Donald Trump because he spends the money. He might not blow off the ammunition, but he's going to spend the money. He's going to build up our military, and rightfully so. We absolutely should because there is some shit happening out in that world that is a threat to us. And the majority of it happening right now is at our fucking southern border. Oh, yes. Go on, Vince. I want to hear it. Um, gosh, I don't know if you saw this. Um, let me see. It's in the notes here. Gosh, where is it? Speaking of the border, mm-hmm. this video was put out there. And Let's it's... Let's see if I can find it. Here it is. Um, Video many thought was of Mexican special forces turns out to be a group of well-funded KJN, I mean, sorry, CJNG cartel in Mexico. You have it or do you want me to send it to you? I I should have it right here. Yeah, I got it right here. This this is Mexican cartel members. So you might think that these guys are special forces. Yeah, 
Yeah, you might think that those guys are special forces. And I think that's an older video. Really? They're not. They're cartel Gosh. members. And you got to wonder, oh, where did they get that military-style gear? Well, they steal it from the Mexican military. They steal it from the United States of America. They were sent most of it from the United States of America back between 2008 to 2012 when Barack, or 2015 when Barack Obama was in under Eric Holder and the Fast and Furious skin. Okay? Oh, yeah. So what is really going on? Well, guess what? We, we had a, uh, a an illegal immigrant that was captured by, I believe, Arizona Sheriff's Office a, mm -hmm. a few months ago. And he was on camera. I think it was a body cam. And he goes, ah, you guys don't get it, do you? We're already here. We're waiting for the war. The war is coming to you. We're taking our really? land back. Oh, yeah. Really? And this is the cartels. They are going to wage a holy hell war on the southern states. And they want to take that land back. They want to make it cartel land. And you know what? Go right ahead. Try it. See what happens. Because you know what? You're going to have a hard time dealing with Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma, uh, Arkansas. Go to Arkansas. <sighs> Good luck, people. Missouri. Misery, right? So, but we have a... so So... For anybody out there who's new here to the social red pill, this is a topic I haven't talked about that much recently, but we have something we talk about here called the firestorm event. This is a, a series of predictions that we made in November of 2020, November of 2020, when Donald Trump had the election stolen from him. I said, guys, you better watch out. This is all going to go downhill. There's going to be a firestorm and it's like a fire sale. And how, what is a firestorm? Die hard, the die hard series saga, die hard, die harder. I think it was Die Hard 3. In there, they talk about taking over a city and what you'd have to do to take over the city. You would first have to create an uprising of the people to have social and cultural destabilization. The next thing is you want to target the infrastructure of that city and take down their main power structures. And then you target the political environment and you get their most critical components of their political infrastructure, the decision makers, and you cut the heads off of them. This is how you make a firestorm. This is how you take out a country. This is how you form a color revolution. Die Hard 4. Thank you, Roxy. This is how you produce a color revolution. And I said, this is exactly what we're going to see happening in the United States over the next few years. And guess what? Exactly as we've said, it's fucking happening. Social and cultural destabilization, political destabilization, attacks on the supply chain, attacks on the yeah. infrastructure, global war, global economic collapse. It's all happening. And, and that's brought me to the point of understanding that we're most likely not going to have an election in 2024. And the reason we're not going to have an election in 2024 is because, number one, is they cannot give up power. They can't. In no way, shape or form can or will they try to give up power. They just mm -hmm. can't do it. Yeah. The, the thing is, though, let's say that they delay the election. How long can they delay an election? Eventually, they're going to have to give it up or things are going to get real ugly. Well, true. Know. Well, but how about this? Like, this is Tommy Lauren, right? So Fox News correspondent, pro-Trumper a long time ago, mm -hmm. uh, host of Tommy. Tommy Lauren is fearless. You know, the only thing that, yeah, I, anyway, I, I'm not going to comment on her. Trump needs to show up and debate. That's all. Okay. Okay. I replied and I said, Trump don't need to do shit, but continue to do what he's doing. There is no debate. He's pulling 50 points ahead of any competitor. They need to move the hell out of the way and allow Trump to do what he's always done. Dominate. <laughs> like, he's pulling 50 points ahead of Nikki Haley. And they're like, Trump needs to debate these people. He don't need to debate shit. There's no There's way no they debate. can win. 
Yeah, there's no debate. And by the way, I don't know if everybody noticed this, but if you're getting text messages from Nikki Haley uh, and you didn't sign up for her campaign, you can thank the RNC and you can let Ronna McDaniel know um, that she's selling your fucking information to people that you don't want your information sold to, like the Nikki Haley campaign. Yeah. Because wow. I'm getting I'm getting text messages to a guy named Kenneth. Kenneth, Nikki Haley wants to talk to you. Do you have a minute for a call? And I'm like, Trump 2024, bitches. <laughs> but I didn't put I didn't sign up anything under Nikki Haley unless someone's putting my number out there as a joke. So the firestorm is happening. It's in full effect. They don't want an election to have uh they <laughs> you seem a little salty tonight. Thank you, sister-in-law. If you're on Facebook, Melissa reads my sister-in-law. You can go ahead and give her holy hell. Um <laughs> But what we're seeing right now is the the foundation being set to where there is no election in 2024. Now, how does that happen? I don't know. Global war, global economic collapse, martial law. Um, maybe the cartels finally say, hey, let's go at it on all these liberal sanctuary cities and we have to go into martial law and all the cities going to lockdown and you have mass Probably. shooters every day and you have 10 to 20 group men from cartel members walking around towns, patrolling them, killing anybody, uh, anybody that tries to, to stop them. I mean, that is a big possibility of what could happen. And, and this is, that's a component of a lot of this that nobody has talked about in the sense of what happens in these liberal cities. I've been putting this out there that governor Abbott and DeSantis have been shipping all of these illegal immigrants coming into their states on buses, planes, and trains to all of these cities in the United States of America. He's doing the job of the Biden administration for them. He's, he's using Texas taxpayer money, and he's sending these people to the states that they need to be at. Like, what the hell is this? He, he's taken the, the 18 to 35-year-old military-age men from China, from Northern Africa, trained in Chinese militant camps. He's taken the cartel members, and they're sending them directly into the heart of all of our liberal cities. And people are like, well, I don't care about liberal cities. I don't give a shit if you care about liberal cities or not, but you know what? If Minneapolis, if Chicago, if New York fall, do you understand what that does to the rest of the country? Do you understand what that does to the economic system in our country? Do you understand what that does to the supply chain in our country? If you have 5,000 terrorist members, cartel members in, let's just say, New York City, and they all expand out into 20 member groups, heavily armed, body armor, just like those cartel members that you just saw there, with fully automatic weapons and thousands of rounds of ammunition. And they worked in in groups of five and units of 20. And they spread out through all of New York City. And let's say that you had thousands of them that did this. You would have mass murder like you would never seen or believed before in your life. One mass shooter can go out there and shoot 56 people. Okay? 56 people with one mass shooter. Think about a group of five with fully automatic weapons, highly trained soldiers, thousands of them spread out through an entire city, okay? Are, are the police forces cannot deal with that. The police forces would have no ability to be able to do that. And you want to know what they would do? Just like what uh-huh. Antifa did in Minneapolis during the George Floyd riots. They go directly to the police stations and they hide behind protesters that are rising up. And this is when they strike. They go into the police stations. They take them over. They cut them off from their armories and then they raise hell. This is exactly what we're going to see when this begins to happen. Okay. And I, I know there's people and, out there right now like, I got, I'm good, man. I got my guns, got my ammo. 
you ain't shit against a team of five highly trained soldiers. Okay? It, it, good luck. Okay? Yeah. Good luck. You and need it makes to be a sense. team of five highly trained soldiers in order to counteract that. It makes sense why they've completely demoralized, defunded, and shit all over police over the years, too, if that's the yep. plan. Right? Well, what, what had the majority of these liberal cities and liberal states done? They cut the budgets by 50% of their police force. They pushed a lot of the great police officers out because of vaccine mandates. Okay. Um, all, all the majority of these police stations, they've limited their ability to react. You want to know one of the biggest problems of the U.S. military in Afghanistan and Iraq during the 2000s? What? Was the limiting of the rules of engagement. Was their inability to fight back when they needed to fight back or to stop a threat before that threat became dangerous? Interesting. Okay. And yeah. that's exactly what they've done with police officers. Hey, if you got a felony evasion, just let them go. We, you don't need this. Oh, if there's a murderer, oh, we're going to bring them in, process them, and then, and then you can let them go again. Okay, guys, this is why they're doing all of this stuff, right? They don't want the police to be able to engage. They're going back to, uh, you know, Tommy police officer from 1955 with uh, six rounds in his revolver in a billy club that doesn't have the capabilities or abilities to defend a city against thousands and thousands in a terrorist cell that begin raiding terror onto that. And, you know, 20 AR-15s aren't going to be do shit against a highly trained militia of foreign soldiers that are already in our cities, people. They... Unit 910 from Hezbollah has already been caught coming over the border for the last five years. Phil Haney. Yeah. 2010, Phil Haney became a Department of Homeland Security whistleblower. Okay. Under the Barack Obama administration, he was a senior executive over the Department of Homeland Security. He whistleblew. He came out and said, hey, the Muslim Brotherhood, okay, you know, um, the Muslim Brotherhood infiltrated with Hillary Clinton and everybody else, uh, they have infiltrated our local and state Department of Homeland Securities. They're working TSA. They're working in agents. <clears throat> they, they are in senior leadership. Valerie, Valerie Jarrett was one of them. Okay. Iranian by nature. That they're in our political infrastructure. And he was demonized. He was attacked. In 2021, Phil Haney. Right. By the way, Phil Haney ended up being right. He helped expose um, the fast and Eric Holder's fast and furious of, of gun running down to the cartels at the southern border. In 2021, he was on the John B. Wells radio show and him and John B. Wells had done many shows together. And he told John B. Wells that he has an informant that he's going to meet with that week that is going to be breaking some massive information. Okay. I did not say that Trump is part of the deep state. No, I did not say that. Uh, that he has some massive information and he's going to be breaking this information. And this was January 20, 28th or 29th, 2021. What happened next is John B. Wells got the fill and said, Phil, are you, are you afraid for your life? He goes, John, listen, I'm, I'm not suicidal. I'm happy. I'm newly married. I got a great life. Um, I am in no way, shape or form going to kill myself. And so I'm not going to be Clinton sided. And if I do die of any suspicious methodology, Please investigate. 
Five days later, Phil Haney's body was found underneath a California underpass with one single gunshot wound to the head and ruled a suicide. That was two years ago. They are here. They've infiltrated our cities. There's thousands upon thousands of them. They're probably in small town rural America people. And I don't mean to be doom and gloom. I don't mean to be fear. Okay. But this is serious. This is legitimately serious shit here. Is that at some point in time, that's going to become a reality. And that could be why Donald Trump comes out and says 2024 is the final battle. That this is when all of this comes to fruition. That this is when this is when it all begins to unfold and they need that for the social and cultural destabilization to implement martial law to suspend elections during that point in time. And if you have chaos spread all throughout every state in our union and that each state is under attack and people are fending for themselves, you can't have an election. Not only that, is everything else goes to shit as well. And so we have to be incredibly careful and vigilant in understanding how this all unfolds. And this is why I talk about the firestorm all the time. And thank you, Debbie. Appreciate that. All right. Gold. Oh, do you remember this shit? Senator Bob Mendez. Oh. So he he was charged under the uh, not registering as a foreign agent. Okay making deals with uh, the, the Egyptian ambassador, the, uh, the ambassador from Egypt, uh, basically for various different military things as well as uh, political deals, okay? He was paid for these deals in gold bars, okay? The gold bars found in Senator Bob Menendez's home are linked to a 2013 armed robbery. These people are so crooked, man. Oh, yeah. This is just unbelievable. The serial numbers on some of the gold bars found by the FBI during the 2022 raid of Menendez's Eaglewood Cliffs, New Jersey home match identifiers at Fred Daves reported uh, to police in a 2013 armed robbers. Robbers made off with $500,000 in cash and 22 gold bars from the Daves Edgewater, New Jersey home during the 2013 heist. Police later nabbed four suspects and recovered the stolen gold. The matching serial numbers indicate that authorities have directly linked at least some of the gold found in Menendez's home to Daves, a New Jersey real estate developer and Menendez's fundraiser. Daves has been accused of bribing the senator for a series of favors, including help in distributing a federal prosecution against him. There you go. So he's taking gold from a lot of different people. Hey, do you remember 23andMe? Oh, yeah. So 23andMe. Okay, hold on, hold on. Never done it. Never will. You, you didn't do the, the 23andMe? No way. No, come on. You had to have. No. Did you? Well, fuck no. Come on. <laughs> I love it. So. Hell no. Sergey Brin of Google is married to a woman by the name of Ann Wachowski. Wachowski, Wachowski, whatever, right? Okay. Um, she is the CEO of 23andMe. So Sergey Brin, the founder of Google, is married to Ann Wachowski, Wachowski, okay, who's the founder of 23andMe, the personal genomics company. 
Yeah. Okay. Now, what's interesting is Anne's sister just happens to be Susan Wyshishishishkihi, just happens to be the CEO of YouTube. Kind of interesting there. But 23andMe um, says that their data was hacked and the genetic information of 6.9 million people was stolen. I'm pretty sure that some deep stater who set up that program, like the intelligence agencies in the country, in the world, they hacked that information, blamed it on somebody else so they could legally, illegally take that information out without having to go through the proper channels to get it because they know they couldn't sell the information. So they hacked it. So if you had your information done with 23andMe, it is now in the hands of somebody who wants that information for some type of probably genetic weapon or genetic alterations yeah. or cosmetic genetic treatments or some type of designer genetic variation or clones or whatever it might be. Or feed the data to AI. Or feed the data. Ooh. Ooh. That's a scary sight. Feed the data to well, AI. Maybe they gave it away on purpose and then they're just covering it up as a data breach. But really, there is some kind of deal. Yeah. You know, I've talked at length. I actually wrote an, uh, an article on our Substack about the DNA aspect of this, the Jeffrey Epstein connection, all this. Whitney Webb, we talked about last night does great information on the Epstein Google connection to the, uh, the whole 23 and me genomics, uh, how Epstein was well invested in this as well as Bill Gates. <clears throat> now I don't know specifically what they want with the genetic information, but I do know what the genetic information actually is. And we understand this at a very large degree that, that your genetic information is kind of like harmonic and resonant information in this three-dimensional space that we live in and that you can utilize if you know that you can change you can give someone cancer you can cure someone of cancer this is how rife machines operate right that you can cure someone or give someone cancer just by knowing that frequency and then if you have a modulator to transfer that frequency directly to them then it becomes simple and easy and you can create pandemics by simply just selling out sending out 5g uh 5g signals Right. So I don't know what's coming on that, that half, but right. these people need to be stopped. Yeah. Needs DNA, to be stopped. man. Yep. I can only think <laughs> of bioweapons is what I think of. Yep. Now this chart that you're looking at right here, I want you to understand is COVID right there. That was Donald Trump and the debt that we had under Donald Trump right there. This is the forecast of where we are heading, okay? U.S. government debt is piling up and looks like it's snowballing out of control. On the chart below, the blue line to the left of 2023 represents the actual debt-to-GDP ratio final result. On the right-hand side, 2023, it's the possible trajectory. The other colored lines are the baseline forecast previously made by the Congressional Budget Office on the number of dates. Green line, 2000, January 2007. Gray line, 2009, red line, 2012, purple line, 2018, and yellow line, 2023. And so these are forecasts made in the past of where our debt should be. So that uh, the Congressional Budget Office always makes sure that our debt is going downward, 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 except for two times 
The purple line, June 2018, that was Donald Trump. So that was the reality of the situation. And the yellow line, 2023, where they understand that debt is going to go up. That should concern you when looking at this chart. Okay. So why does that matter specifically, Vince? Why? Well, Zero Hedge put out some information earlier today. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to bring this one up. Four of the past five JOLTS reports have been revised lower. This is job oh. earnings by industry total. Have oh, been revised God. lower. The Fed was hiking on fake strong job data again. CPI data, faked, always three months after. They go out with the real numbers and everything goes down. Guys, this is massive market manipulation. You can only manipulate the market for so long Gosh. before the roosters come to roost, Okay. This is going to have major and significant impacts. Now, right now, the markets are doing good. Cryptocurrency, everything's doing good, okay? Now, why are things doing good? Because you're coming into an election year. they got to make it look like they're doing good. And so the markets are probably going to get better and better and better. But what do you notice? The markets are getting good, but so is gold. Gold's going up. It doesn't make much sense, does it? Well, it makes sense when the actual investors out there are probably dumping off all the blue chips to yeah. everybody else that thinks the retail investors who think it's a freaking gold mine out there and yeah. they're fucking hedging their money in gold and silver because they understand what's really coming, what's really coming and what's really going to happen. here. Yeah. And not to mention Bitcoin and crypto as well. This means people are taking their money away from the dollar and putting it into physical gold, silver and crypto, um, oh. which is bad for the dollar. I agree. On a side note, you mentioned crypto there. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, we had an intro to cryptocurrency session the other day on the social red pill. It was completely free to everybody, kind of promotional for uh, um, the social, uh, the crypto mastermind I do. But if you're looking for that and you want to kind of get in on crypto, if you go to social red pill after you get your subscription, uh, you'll see introduction to cryptocurrency. You click on that, and then you're going to see introduction to cryptocurrency 12.323 right here. And you can go in there and the video is posted so you can watch it in there. Okay. And then after that, if you're like, oh, I want to do the crypto mastermind, you go over to groups. And when you get into the groups, um, if you're on an iPhone, you probably won't see it. Uh, but you have the triple star one that includes the crypto. I don't know why the crypto is it. Oh, it's because I'm subscribed to it. But if you just go to the crypto group and click on it, it'll come up with the subscription for that where you can find that. And if you're a gold or silver member, I urge you to look at the triple because it's discounted a little bit. Uh, but it, it helps support everything that we do. It's time that I take every Sunday to do that. So check that out, Crypto Mastermind. Um, where are we at? So there's, there's a little bit more news. There's not too much. Um, yeah. On the gold thing, though. Real yeah, quick, when you see gold going crazy, it's great for all of us who put a little bit of extra cash into gold over the years and mm -hmm. silver. We're like, woohoo, yay. But reality is the rest of what you have in cash form is losing value as your gold's going up. Just so you're aware, this means the yep. dollar's losing value. And That's it's really right. concerning. As much as I want to see high gold prices and that investment be good, it's the end of the dollar, essentially. Very could Very well could be. Yeah, you know, there's uh, this TikTok video that I posted on my Substack today that yeah. really summed it up, and I wanna I wanna play this for everybody. 
Hmm. Um, Wonder which one you got here. Well, of course, it's not on my TikTok anymore. So. Is this one of? Is this a porcelain discovery? No, hold on. Oh, there it is. Okay, I got it. Hold on, let me pull this up here. This is this is a great video to kind of bring reality to the situation because it's just not you. We both have good jobs. I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. I don't want this video to come off mean or insensitive, but truth of the matter is, you want to know how people are making it? This. There's a lot of people in this world that ain't never been broke. And with the $100,000 a year becoming the new, like, what, $40,000 a year? Some people are struggling. Money don't come the way it used to. You got people out here complaining they only got three, four hundred dollars to last them a week. There's some of us out here making three or four hundred dollars a week. Blue collar folks are resilient. They'll figure it out. They'll go load dumpsters if they have to. Hell, we'll dive through dumpsters if we have to. Truth of the matter is, and if there's one thing I am grateful for, Whatever's happening right now is waking a lot of people up to the idea that this math ain't mathin'. There are people out there working their butts off and working side hustles and still can't afford gas and groceries. $100 seems to be the new 20 bucks, and if you ain't never lived off of 20 bucks, you're not going to make it on that 100 You think we like gas station hot dogs? No. But they tend to be two for $5. Sometimes you can even get a combo deal where you get a fountain drink and some chips. People out here spending a day's worth of work on a Cobb salad to try to keep up with the Joneses. They ain't never been broke. The Joneses got evicted. A lot of people want to have this idea of a perceived idea of wealth. They want to maintain a certain image. And people I'm trying to impress ain't paying my bills. I got fussed at by one of those mega churches for not putting in my 10%. Lord said he wouldn't give me anything I can't handle. And I think he'll understand right now. And I've heard a lot of people say that they can't pay their bills off of work ethic. Well, you can if you know how to use it. Well said. Yeah, man. But I will I'll tell you, I'll put that extra work in if that means I don't have to eat gas station hot dogs. Yep. <laughs> I agree. They make me, they make you poop pretty bad. They, oh <laughs> well, you know what? Hmm. This This is one thing that, this is one thing to take into consideration. I had a rant the other day and a friend of ours made a video of it. And I thought I would play it for everybody because it's kind of funny, but it's kind of true. You got to wonder. Oil. Dude, that is a, a, a show in itself. Conspiracy oh. theory show. Oh yeah. Why do people put food in aluminum foil? Where, where did this ever start? Where did this come from? Why is it food? You know, aluminum foil. Aluminum. Does it protect food? I don't think so. Doesn't it like oxidize it weird or something? I don't know. Foods have weak acid and fungus yeah, yeah. and stuff like so that. Much give stuff. Off acid. So when you're putting aluminum foil on that, that's actually producing a certain type of low energy voltage. I'm telling you, there's a conspiracy theory there. We should look into that. We should definitely look into that one because <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, there's a conspiracy theory about aluminum foil here. Why is aluminum foil being put on food? I don't know, dude, but I had aluminum foil on my countertop the other day, and I picked it up, and it left residue on it. What? It left residue on my countertop because it's white. So have you heard about this face beside the moon? No. Apparently, a whole bunch of people are seeing this, and I'm curious about it. So my brother Jay sent this to me, and I saw it mm. earlier. Check this out. 
So last night it was documented on camera that there was a face beside the moon. This is not just one video. This is multiple videos from different locations. December 4th, 2023. Here it is. another angle different person's video real or fake Vince what do you think I'd have to say fake but it looks fake as shit but I, I've, I've seen quite a few different people portraying it as multiple videos and guess what I was outside last night um, and I didn't see no damn face by the moon I think we've got clouds here. I can't verify right now. And that moon that they had there in that video, that's about the right moon. We got, we're in a wanting crescent right now, so that kind of makes sense. Everybody check <clears> the <throat> moons, please. You know, check the moons tonight, people. Oh, man. We all have one. So we haven't heard too much about uh, what's going on right now with these mystery viruses. I told right. you after Tom Rents came out and linked that to the side effects, the adverse reactions of the COVID-19 vaccine and the rumors started coming out that all the children were 100% vaccinated. Yes. Boom, gone. It's no longer on Twitter. It's no longer on social media and nobody's talking about it. Not much, huh? Nope. Oh, well, just like that. It just disappeared, huh? Okay, guys, uh, what do we got? This is Tuesday, right? Oh, yeah, Tuesday. Okay, so Tuesday. So Thursday night, we have our, our Q&A. So Thursday's Q&A. Yeah. One thing I want you to do for all the members of the Social Red Pill. That's where the Q&A is, by the way. That's where the Q&A is. And that's how you can support us, uh, the Red Pill Project and everything we do in decentralized media, which is coming, um, is going over there and getting a subscription. It definitely helps everything that we do. Um, James Grunvig is going to be doing a weekly Q&A slash show with guests and bringing people in on the social Red Pill. It will be under the same subscription that our regular Q&As are. Okay. It's, you don't have to add on anything new if you already have a subscription. You don't, nothing like that. Okay. But it, obviously the platform is going subscription. So uh, James, so what I want you to do is we do ours on Thursdays after this show. Let me know what a good time and day of the week is for the majority of members to do for James Grunvig. So I'm going to put a poll out there on the social red pill. And I want you to go into the poll and say, you know, Monday evening, afternoon, or something of that nature. So we can get James set up with his Q&A. And he's going to bring guests in, like Dr. Lee Merritt, he had on to the show today. 
Uh, she'll come in and, and we're going to also bring in those people into town halls and doing stuff like that. So there's a lot of value that's going to be brought to uh, having a subscription over at the social red pill. We're going to be having a lot of these guests that we have on the show coming in and doing Q and A's and you guys get prime access with this. Um, and we, uh, me and Vince tested it out on uh, social red pill live the other day, which is really cool. Oh, I so, love that. Yeah. So the Q and A is probably going to move to the live version where we're streaming like this and everybody's right there integrated and can chat and ask questions. And if, uh, it's kind of a webinar could, format. We can bring you in as well in video. Yeah, we can bring you in in video as well. And then afterwards, we all go to the after show chat. The after show chat is every night of the week. You can join the Zoom every night. So I urge people to go out there, join that Zoom, say hi to people who are in there and start using that. I will be in there Thursday night, hanging out all night. It's uh, usually a good time. And uh, we'll finish the Q and A if we finish early. Those are posted by the way, in that group. So if you do miss it, you can go back and, and watch it. But I just wanted to put all that out there for everybody. Um, what do we got here? Um, I wanted to give a shout out to everybody who's donated on the battle of the streams. Yay. Three lemons, enlightened science, two ice creams. Robert Sarns just bought 12 month gold tier subscription. Thank you so much, Robert Sarns. Much appreciated for that, my friend. Uh, thank you so much, enlightened science and yay. Uh, Robert Sarns gifted the shades. Please help destroy the mainstream media by supporting independent media any way that you can. Absolutely. Robert Sarns. And this is what we're doing here. Red pill project, decentralized media as we're going out there and we are establishing a whole new idea of we are the media we are now the news thank you so much robert uh grismo 73 lemons uh trick pony gifted a cookie rpg 3573 for ice cream thank you so much grismo trick pony and rpg zeta non uh zet anon gifted a can to the teeth in the mountains thank you so much zeta non uh princess of the late three ice cream and then girl patriot gifted the shade seek out your local militia organized neighborhood response get prepared for the worst 2024 dark 100 girl patriot thank you so much spot on freaking right said it the best thank you so much princess little eight and girl patriot and roxy uh stg693 limbs roxy's always gonna be last for that one it's like roxy always like i'm gonna be the last one boom which is awesome uh, we're going to go ahead and play out our, uh, our, our outro. I still don't have it formatted yet, so it's going to be done through here. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Good night. Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.